With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Sugar Freedom Show. I'm your host, Catherine Best Gordon. I have a confession to make. I am a procrastinator. Now, I do admit there are a number of things going on this week. We're coming up on a heat wave and our air conditioning went out. So I was scrambling to make sure I could get an appointment with Central Heat and Air. Those are the wonderful folks who take care of our heat and air conditioning. And also we've gone solar and we're getting ready for that to launch to get it hooked up and for PG&E to throw the switch and make us officially solar. But there have been a number of inspections. We had to take take trees down, all of these different things that we had to do. And so, so much of that has actually come together this week. So I am doing my podcast today from the guest bedroom and I'm on my new MacBook Air. I'm very excited, but I've had some issues with figuring out how to hook up microphones to it. I hope the quality is good enough. I think it will be, but I'm just using my MacBook Air microphone. So if you're thinking about, you know, getting a MacBook Air and you want to know what the audio is like, well, here's another little perk that you can have. And of course, you're hearing the tones from my email coming in. Oh my goodness, but bear with me because it will get better podcast by podcast. And actually, I do have some good information to share with you because today's episode is on five things you need to do to achieve a healthy body weight and keep it permanently. Now, where is this question coming from? This is coming from Harrow, Help a Reporter Out. I'm on this website. I'm on this list where reporters ask questions. And that's actually part of the topic today. What are the questions that are being asked by reporters and who are they asking and where is the information coming from? Now, generally on Help a Reporter Out, which is for national publications, and this is how I ended up in uh, uh, Women First and Women's World, which was kind of cool how I got interviewed and did photo shoots with them. They were looking for people who had themselves lost a lot of weight and kept it off. But what we're seeing a lot on Harrow Help a Reporter Out is they really want to talk to medical doctors, registered dietitians, and PhDs, and people with master's degrees. For example, here's a couple of other questions that they had this week. Seeking RD, MD, PhD on red meat related health risks. Here's another one. Seeking registered dietitians to discuss intermittent fasting for women. So we see a lot of that where they're looking for medical doctors and registered dietitians. Now, I don't want to be hard on them because they're doing very good work, but this is the truth about my experience with big-time fat loss. All of the bad advice, all of the bad advice I got about losing a lot of weight and keeping it off came from people who had never lost a lot of weight and kept it off. So I'm not saying that I never got good advice from RDs and MDs. Of course, there was Dr. Atkins and Dr. Sean Baker and all of these people, lots of medical doctors who have helped me. But all of the bad advice, advice like just eat less and move more, nobody ever got fat eating bananas, <laughs> believe me, I did, but that's another story. All of the bad advice came from people who did not have direct experience 
with big time long-term fat loss because in my experience and also from all of the people I've worked with and talked to and researched and read about is that when you have enough of a food, I'm going to just call it uh, food and sugar and glucose addiction to get to obesity, which I managed to do, very often what is driving that level of overeating or that level of consumption is something a little bit different than just, ooh, I need to eat a little bit less and move a little bit more. And of course, there is the story about my doctor when I was only eight years old. I had I had been involved in an accident the year before. I'd gotten hit by a car and I'd been in a cast for a long time and had to heal and then going through physical therapy. I had gained weight as a child because of that experience over the summer. So that happened when I was seven. And so by the time I was eight, I was, yes, I was overweight. But the the program the doctor put me on is he said, Kathy, how would you like to cut calories. And then he had my mother um, put me on the swim team. And what happened was, is instead of being nourished and satisfied and getting stronger, I was just starving all the time. So it actually made me overeat more. So the point of my podcast and the entire point of the Sugar Freedom Show is to help you find your WOEs. That's your way of eating and your way of exercising. And how do we do that? So this was a good question coming from Harrow, the five things you need to do, and I actually have cut it down to four, and I call it the team technique, and it's your thinking, your eating, your allies, and your movement, and it begins with thinking, and the thinking is very specifically the thinking you need to do in order to find your WOEs, your way of eating and your way of exercising, and so for the next four weeks, we're going to be going through those because your thinking is what allows you to make those plans and then you have your eating and then your allies the a in team is for allies and accountability and that deals with how you function in the world with your family your peers your work the people that you work with allies and accountability how you function in the world which may be offering you foods that don't necessarily work and maybe encouraging you to do exercises that don't necessarily work for you. And then, of course, the M is for movement, which is going to be your WOE way of exercise, your WOE way of exercising, your way of moving, which is also something that you're going to want to maintain for life, not just to achieve a healthy weight, but to achieve that healthy lifestyle, which if you're over 50 like me or beyond, you're probably starting to think about the kind of fitness activities you need to do in order to stay strong, flexible, balanced, and independent. So I'm just going to share a little bit more on thinking. Two things that you might want to do during this coming week is to think about the foods that work for you, and the foods that don't work for you. So there's two ways to think about it. There's your positive plan, your positive thinking in terms of what are the foods over time that I have eaten that nourish and satisfy me, give me energy, and allow me to maintain a healthy amount of food. And then what are the foods that perhaps that you can't eat in reasonable, normal amounts foods that increase appetite. Because one of the things that's very important, and I'm going to be doing a podcast on what we call a cafeteria diet, which is a diet that is full of convenient, fast, ultra-processed foods. And the a 
astonishing things that a cafeteria diet can do, not just to our weight, but also to our mental state. And studying, I know they've done some studyings in rats, and I know you're not a rat and I'm not a rat, but we can actually study them to see how when they're offered a cafeteria diet, that not only does their weight change, but their behavior changes. So if you can understand how the way you eat changes your behavior and the choices that you make, you can have a plan to prevent some of those negative effects of following a cafeteria diet. So a little bit of assignment for the coming week, if you've got a journal or a diary where you write things down, I'm going to ask you to write down some of the foods that work well for you and write down some of the foods that don't work so well. So you're thinking about food, writing down different foods that work, which allow us to make our eating plan. And we'll talk more about the E next week, the E for eating. And definitely I'm going to be talking about that cafeteria diet, the consequences of the cafeteria diet, and how you can take that understanding to help you to create a diet that is effective instead of just simply being food after food after food that is tempting and fun and easy, learning how to transition into foods that are nourishing and satisfying. For example, the foods that you can find at your farmer's market. That is my episode for today. As always, eat for yourself, train for what you love, and be well. We'll be back here next Tuesday on the Sugar Freedom Podcast. Bye-bye, everybody. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.